Get ready for Deadbeat Radio. And one more time for those in the back. Welcome to Deadbeat Radio. Mm-mm-mm. It is an absolute pleasure to be here once again on Stage Diver Network here at Deadbeat Radio. Thank you all for tuning in again. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm your host, Lance Adams, uh, as I will always be. And behind the boards, we have Mr. Terry Snow. What's up, man? Who is always here hanging out with us. Uh, you know it. The fabulous man who makes it all happen. Most Saturdays and Sundays. Most Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. And today we want to do something a little different. I always get a chance to bring in comedians or musicians or, you know, actors from different range. And we get to talk about different subjects, but... Politicians. Yeah, we brought in politicians uh, who are also wrestlers, uh, which is <laughs> awesome. But today, I really want to do something a little different. There are so many people that make this happen, and uh, I know my place in all of this. Again, I am easily, easily expendable in this great uh, uh, process that is uh, Stage Diver Network. But there are people that are not. And so I wanted a chance to sit down and talk to somebody very special who you guys have met a couple times on here. And if you listen to any other podcast, you're familiar with him. The man who made it all happen, the man who created Stage Diver Network, the fabulous commissioner himself, Mr. Mitch Wheeler. Oh, there's not more? Uh, we'll get there. There uh, should be much, much more, Lance. There, there is, but we've spaced those out into uh, talking points for the, uh, <laughs> okay. the interview. But uh, all right. yeah, we, we wanted to start with the best and the most succinct, and then we'll stretch some good ones out as we go. That's fair enough. Because uh, I, I have said this before, and I do want to take a chance. I know you make fun of me for being quite the uh, uh, emotional little girl sometimes, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's but, not uh, why I make fun of you, Lance. No, 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 that's just one of them. I mean, I, it's on the list. Uh, you do that as well, and I get it. But uh, I do uh, truly uh, uh, respect and appreciate my place here. Um, I love what I do. I love doing it here. Um, you give us a fantastic place to do it, and um, thank you. Again, I, I, I really want to give it a moment to give you the shout-out for uh, giving me a chance, and I do appreciate it. The frequency with which you tell me this makes me think that you are constantly doing something terrible and illegal uh not to you uh you know it's just uh no no honestly i'm i'm just a thankful person and i'm a vocal person and i do not hesitate to tell people around me how much i appreciate what they do and so that's just how i am that's true thanks me every episode Uh, yeah i do i do i do because again i i wouldn't be here without it because here's the deal i could just stand in a field and talk to myself but there's nowhere for it to be broadcast to without you giving me a home to do it and terry making it happen on the laptop ones and twos yeah i couldn't i couldn't do it without it um so it's true it's it's a it's something i truly am appreciative of and i i want to get a chance to um let our listeners get to know you and find out where we came from as a network and where we're going so thanks for being here First off, this chair is extraordinarily uncomfortable. <laughs> you want to switch? No, I just need to get a new one in here. I, I've never sit in this chair, so I, oh, I don't that's know. Interesting. Yeah. See, look, your being here wobbly and is gnarly. already making the world of Stage Diver a better place. That's true. You already being here. Now you are going to get to see what the guest goes through and go, I want to make this better for our guests on our shows. And so already, already making a better world. Uh, and to be honest, for those of you who don't know, Mitch is um, a, a, I would say, a bit of a local celebrity. Uh, I don't think that's unfair. Everybody knows Mitch Wheeler. Um, and you started, uh, I think, locally, your celebrity dumb comes from radio. Is that right? Is that where most people know you from? Yeah. Cool. And uh, that's where I, I, what you were doing when I met you. I met you on a comedy show, but um, yes. and we were friends on Facebook for a long time. And I have to say to Mitch, um, you have always been somebody that I, I really looked up to. And uh, you've always seemed like that super cool guy that you want to be. And you were doing something that I wanted to do. And then uh, you started doing this. And it's like, wow, I, I love the way you think about things. I really do. Um, so how do we go from radio to podcast network? How is the, where's the jump there? You, uh, well, it, you, you get into radio because you love it. That's, mm-hmm. that's step one is because you don't get paid in radio. Radio is very, very it's full of poor people. Right. Because you've always had the day job, too, as long as I've known you. Yes, uh, I've always had that. to have the day job because I was never given a full-time slot in radio. So, uh, you know, you just do radio for the passion of it and because you love it. And then when you get to do it, you realize, okay, this is really what I want to do. And then you leave it because people are ruining it for you. 
and then you decide that you know what I can do what I was doing mm-hmm. on a more personal level and do what I want to do and create what I want to create. And again, I've always had that that career, that job that that pays the bills. So it was like I can do this as a complete hobby and have fun doing it. And I know you know <coughs> you came to mind when I was doing it, and I was like. I could actually put in enough to do this right and to bring other people in and to share my love of broadcasting uh, with other people. Well, I, I think you've done great with it. Um, were you a a podcast fan before? What did you start getting into podcasts when you researched the idea? Where do you start with podcasts personally? I started with podcasts around 2005 when they started to come out. Mm-hmm. I had an iPod. I've always been like... One of those people that always has to have... I'm a Leo. I need the newest, fanciest, shiniest thing all the time. And I was... That's why your bathroom talks to you. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's also why I have a squatty potty. State of the art, my friend. I got it. State of the fucking art. Yeah. Um, And it it wasn't really (coughs) hitting me at the time. I would watch the video podcasts. Yeah, I like um, that. Because I had a video iPod. You know, it was like, oh, well, why am I going to listen to an iPod or a podcast when I can watch one? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got out of it for a while. But, yeah, then I started listening to them, and I it started to become obsessive. I started with Last Podcast on the Left and Joe Rogan. And uh, Rogan was a bit too winded for me, right. like long-winded and rambling. I get it. No I offense. Get it. No, I get it. I get um, it. I get it. Which he was honestly that that format. Not so much him himself, because again, Joe Rogan is, is somebody who I do like and do appreciate. But um, the the format, the guest, the no particular topic is is what I, I strived with when they came with a show. That's my goal was to make a show of that nature. Um, Cause a lot of comedians are doing that and I know it's a big thing, but you know what? A lot of comedians are getting followers from people finding these podcasts and going, Oh, these people are fun. And so I, I think they're great. I think it's, um, it's everything radio is, but, but better. It has no limits. Um, it's accessible. Um, it's, uh, it's not bound by a lot of the same rules. I agree with you. And I'm, I'm not like, I really enjoy Rogan, but when I found a more streamlined podcast about something that I I didn't even know I was interested in, uh, it, it changed everything as they say. And that was Uh, last podcast on the last podcast on the left. I started at episode (laughs) one and it was terrible. And I kept listening because my friend was like, no, dude, you should have started in the middle. And I said, I can't do that. No, I wouldn't do that either. Uh, by, by episode five, I was hooked, and right. I listened to all, I think, 200 episodes nice. at that point, oh, wow. and then I, I was caught up, and I started over right. to pass the time while I was waiting on new episodes to come out, uh, and now it's all I do And it's a horror-based, right? Horror-based. And, it's, and it's basically three crime. comics in New York talking about murder, uh, haunts. Demons, ghosts, aliens, conspiracy theories, natural disasters. Anybody who would appreciate a good copy of Fangora would appreciate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then they make fun of all of it except for the victims. And they basically show, they take the power away from the villains. And they're like, you know what? These people wanted to be vilified, but fuck them. We're just going to make cool. fun of them and show what a dumbass Charles Manson actually nice. was. Nice, nice. Actually, funny enough, um, my first podcast, before I even really knew what a podcast was, um, was a Warhammer based podcast. <laughs> I would uh, I, st- I stumbled upon it through a friend, and I would when I would paint my miniatures or put stuff together, like when I would have my nights to myself, I would roll a blunt. I would sit there sometimes with a glass of wine. I would paint or build, and I would have that playing in the background. And that's where I learned to love it was in the background of doing other things. And that's where I got into podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. I like the accessibility. I like the uh, fact that, again, you can um, have it everywhere you go. We all have a mobile device on us, and I think it's great. And I think the topical ones are fantastic. That's how I started. But I also like you know ones that just have a guest and talk yeah. about whatever. I, I, I think that's better, and so much radio was that for a long time, but now well, this the, is the that's future. The, that's the difference between radio and podcasts is with radio, you're, you, I mean, you can stream radio stations from other places, but you're still limited in what you get, and you hear what other people want you to hear. With podcasts, there are so many out there that it's like looking at a cheesecake factory menu. You get overwhelmed at times when, when you're like, Jesus, there's right. all this stuff. Like, right. I want to listen to a video game podcast. Well, there's J&B's DLC and 7,000 other right. ones. Where do I start? But, you know, you kind of have an idea of what kind of personalities you like. Like, I listen to stuff 
from uh, horror and uh, serial killers to video games. I listened to all the ones that we have here, obviously. Um, I listened to one on, that they review earnest movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's just this ability to cater <coughs> podcasts to a specific mm-hmm. niche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you can, again, I think a lot of that's the, the YouTube internet uh, movement that came out, you know, a decade or so ago. It's where free you to could do, do the so same why thing. not? Right. It was the same thing. It was like, I could go on TV and go through all that work and go through their rules, their regulations. Or I could, you know what, I'm going to do a show, but I'm going to do it from home and do it for no money. And I'm going to put it out there. And now celebrities are coming from that. Podcasts are getting famous. People that do it are. It is a thing. It is happening. I'll put it to you this way. Last podcast on the left right now, I think the last time I checked their Patreon, mm-hmm. They're getting $36,000 a month yeah. from their Patreon wow. alone. Wow. You uh, And uh, Cumtown gets 30000 a month from their Patreon. I'm sorry. Let's back up. <laughs> Cumtown. Cumtown. Which I'm is, not familiar. It's another uh, podcast in New York City with three comics, okay. except it's more raunchier, obviously. Okay, got it, got it. <laughs> Similar I to... I don't know. Uh, it's, like, last podcast is filthy. Oh, is it? Yeah, like if yeah, my headphones came unplugged, oh I would be God. fired oh, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like it is oh, like they God. get as gory and as creepy. They they even said if we're going to talk about the darkest yeah. events in human history, we have to be willing to go as dark as these events. Right. Nice. It's not for the faint of heart. Like nice. I mean, it's Filthy. <laughs> nice. I whenever I plug this show, I always tell people, look, not it's not for safe for work. Don't do that. Don't it's not don't play it around your kids. I probably wouldn't play it around most pets. I would be very careful. It's not for everybody. Some episodes um, are better than others. That's true. But here's up. the thing about that thirty six thousand dollars. That's Patreon alone. That's listener support. Mm-hmm. That is people saying, I like you well enough to give you money even though I don't have to. That's buying a comic shirt at a show. Yes. It, that's and what that's it is. what I mean you get you're a little swag from it. If you donate $25, you get a t-shirt and a right. sticker and a shout out on the show or something like that. Because for people that don't know, that's how comics and bands make their money. Yeah, if, you see a band, if you see a band at a show and opening for a big band, trust me, they're not getting paid dick. Mm-hmm. They're living on those t-shirts and CD sales from the grungy guy in the corner with the table and the drop cloth. This that's is, happening. This is the difference. Patreon is a monthly subscription. It's a monthly right, donation. Right, right, right. I know a lot every, of like uh, I paid cosplayers do it. I think mm-hmm. I'm a ten dollars subscriber for last podcast on the left. Oh, nice. So I mean every every month I'm giving them ten dollars, and I I mean I have access to bonus but, material and stuff like that. But you know, here's the thing: if it was say a show, would you pay ten dollars a month to to get a, to get uh, the subscription? Of course. So it's not that bad. I mean, you really think about it. How many shows do we we get Netflix or Hulu just for that one show that we want to watch? We find other stuff, but honestly, we pay for that one, and it's like I, I would pay for that. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, if you said there was a show, I mean, Game of Thrones, for example. Uh, I know a lot of people love it. I got into it. I got real burnt out, but it's not on Hulu unless you pay the extra subscription. A lot of people are paying that extra subscription for that one show. So how how different is paying ten dollars a month to hear a show you like? What's it come out once a week to du- biweekly? Something like that. Once so, a week. I mean, honestly, that's that's what a show does. You get a new episode every week. Yep. That's nothing. A lot of people paid that prices yeah, for that, so it's th- great. The amazing thing is that I don't have to, and I there are people like me that choose to. Right. That's what's so right. crazy about podcasts is it's and again, this network wasn't uh, founded. And I had no intention of making money um, anytime soon. It will happen eventually, I hope, maybe. I don't, I mean, I stopped looking at at numbers. That's not why you do any art. You do it because you love it. If you love it enough and you are talented, you will get paid for what you love and what Mm -hmm. you're talented at. But you do it because you love it and you're talented. Right. And I'm a terrible businessman as well. (laughs) But um, it's interesting to me that people become so attached to this stuff these podcasts become so personal to people. And I think it's because when you listen to a podcast and I know that I do, I listen to the same podcast regularly and I get to feeling like I know these people. Yeah. Like they are my friends. Like yeah. I, there's been times where I've been ready to just tweet at somebody and been like, this ain't your boy. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is your entertainment, man. Like calm that's down. What, that's what I wanted out of this. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I wanted here was to feel like again, that people knew me and, and, and we're hanging out, having a conversation with me. I wanted this to feel like, um, you know, uh, uh, shooting the shit um, in the corner at a gathering. And that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So you do get to know that. A gathering of juggalos? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. 
A gathering uh, of like-minded people. That's correct. Um, at, <laughs> and at, maybe at, not at so a, like-minded Most people. likely it would be at a bearding competition. Um, <laughs> uh, big shout-out to all my friends uh, this week at the Enrichment for the National Championships. Uh, I wish I could be there, but I am not able to. So you guys beard on in my stead. Uh, but... Again, that's what I wanted was a conversation because you do get to feel like you know those people. And I love that. I think you do that with a lot of things like reality shows. I think that's why they're so popular. People feel like they know those people. And they're terrible people overall, but it's not the point. The point is there's a connection. I think that's why that genre has got so popular. Um, Because you do it with scripted TV too. And also with reality shows, they've become so fake. And it's really hard to be fake on a podcast. It's so long form that the true you is going to come out eventually if you're faking it, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I think that's what like brings people to is that reality oh, aspect yeah. of podcasts oh, as yeah. well. I agree wholeheartedly. So when we go back to the the in con- the, the, the the original uh, in- conception of the podcast network, what what was your goal? Like what what did you did you have certain shows in mind? Like did you have oh I'd like a show about this like topics? Did you have things like Dude, what the, was your thought going in? The white wall was full. Like <laughs> I I mean it was the it was. Completely manic. I turned into Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. Like, I'm just writing. Every time I have an idea, I'm just writing it on the board, drinking beer left and right, you know, just writing all over the board. And uh, That's a sign of genius. It was, you know, just trying to figure out what was sustainable, what I was knowledgeable, what I could feasibly put the time into. And then the rest just kind of fell into place. I (laughs) got tired of doing some. Started listening to other people's that were local and offering uh, the studio, which was not what it is today. No, it's um, actually, I know you guys can't see it, but um, there has been quite the uh, metamorphosis of the studio over the uh, year, almost a year we've been here. And yep. so um, it has been um, quite miraculous to watch it grow and uh, watch it change. So uh, that's one of the things that I'm excited about uh, going forward. But So what was the first show? What was the very first show you recorded? One fall or sixty minutes. Got it. Your your wrestling podcast. Yes, that was the first show to launch. Followed by White Trash Korean Princess, which had a really really great five episode run, <laughs> and then and, and many attempted reboots along yeah, the way. And alcohol is just. Whew. Uh, well, it is called yeah. White Trash Korean Princess, so that's expected that it oh, yeah. might fall oh, apart. Yeah, yeah man, it, <laughs> nice. I was not ready to go down that rabbit hole I thought I was ready for. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I know that's where I came into it was being a guest on one of your shows, and it was awesome. I loved being here. And mm-hmm. so it was one of those things where uh, it was a fun time, and you were like, hey, by the way, do you want a show? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're one of the first guests on people in my neighborhood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was second or third, I think. Episode four. Okay. okay. I knew it was I around the first I believe it's 4A and 4B. That's oh, yeah, correct. That's right. yeah, yeah. The yeah. longest episode up. I would actually say longest episode in network history. Is that fair? Is, know, that, you, is that still correct? Oh, yeah. Probably. You yeah. Only, probably. Yeah. I, I'd have to say so. <laughs> yeah. um, nice. Nice. You probably that, have number two as well, 310 with Jared. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I, would say, uh, I would say I hold a couple of spots in the top <laughs> 10. That was also when I decided I hated editing. Mm, I could see that. I could was, see that. It was when I was like, nope, I'm not going to edit anymore. We're just going to leave it in and leave it natural. That's how we do it here for that reason. Uh, I, I may hack and cough or, or fuck up. And Terry's like, nah, just leave it. It's yeah. what it is. So, yep. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, I get it. It's I all natural it. here. That's when we get the interns. What we was. Keep a big old hairy bush on our podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. I We're like all it. about the reality aspect here. I like here. a good hairy <laughs> bush. <laughs> I like a good seventies bush. I like a good hair yeah. bush. I'm down with that. Uh, <laughs> right, right. All right. So when the shows first started coming together, what show surprised you the most? Which one was the one you didn't expect anything out of? That that really you were like, wow, that's that's good. Um, <laughs> I know it's like what's your favorite kid, but like, what was the one you you don't have to say like oh, I hated him at first, but like, what's the idea that you didn't expect to work that worked? I don't, man. I, I really don't know how to answer that. Um, it's the ones I didn't know were gonna work didn't and aren't around anymore. <laughs> um, the the ones that have been fun and people have shown work ethic and and tried and put effort into have been fantastic. I mean, they're all different in so many ways. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be really honest with you. I didn't expect Jay Kendrick to be such a natural host. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. On really? J and B's DLC. Like, oh, I mean, I, 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 I know that he's got that personality, but as far as sitting behind a microphone and driving a show, I, right. you know, I, right. I wasn't expecting that. Right. And uh, I think that he does a real good job on J and B's DLC. I've done, um, again, different forms with being a comic, a musician, and even being a retail where you have to speak to people. So I, I felt at home behind a mic. It really felt comfortable for me. Um, and I know it's not for everybody. Um, I know like Bingy struggled at first and has come a long way. Um, so it's not meant for everybody, but I, I love it, man. How about yourself? Do you, um, do you like hosting shows or do you prefer being behind the scenes? Um, if you had to give up one, which would you give up? I, I would give up producing probably right. in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. I don't, again, yeah. I don't like editing. Okay. I mean, it's, it's fun sometimes, but I mean, I, you know, I always feel like I have something to say. I have something clever or witty or pertinent on the back. Just wait. I agree. I agree. Like, that's why every time you pop in here, I'm always happy to have you. I wanted you tonight. So I, I agree. I agree. Being a guest on your show was a, a blast. You, you had, you hosted an awesome party and I was happy to come to it. And that's the best way I can describe it. You know, you were a, 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 an immaculate host. You, you, you text me and was like, Hey, what do you, what do you like to drink? And I was like, I'm a red wine guy. All right, I bought some red wine. And it was like, are you kidding me? That's great. What a what a wonderful host. And so I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, what what would you add? So let's right now you had your option. Anybody who said, hey, um, what's the one show you want that you haven't found yet? What would you pick? What would you do? Um, man, I don't I don't know. I uh, I really don't. I love. One of the podcasts I listen to right now is a daily podcast, and I really, man, that would make me so happy to do a daily podcast or a daily show, um, just because, you know, again, I, I it's that need to broadcast, and mm-hmm. I, sometimes it's fun to just read dumb news stories with people yeah. and, and make fun of them, yeah. um, and to talk about shit that's going on in the world, so I, I think it's, I, I think I would love to do a daily podcast, nice. just the the time and the work I don't know you could do like a 15 minute one or something like that yeah like, I've thought about it and just I, I've even thought about just ranting yeah. like a, a journal but the thing is journal somebody cast. somebody will catch on to that somebody will latch somebody will agree with you and latch on and just be like wow this is fun this guy's funny that's the thing about that if you put that out because that's what people do on YouTube all the time and that's um, something that you know people find and go. This is just silly enough to, for, for what I like. This guy's funny. Um, I like what he has to say. I agree. Um, and so people will catch on to that. You, you you may be surprised at how that could be the hit of the network. It's true. Yeah, do it. <laughs> and, and think about it. The, the, you're a, you're a fairly um, uh, uh, regimented guy, right? You like your you have your night Alexa set. You have your bedtime, your morning Alexa it's set, true. right? It's so true. think about it. Take thirty minutes out of your day, like a a, a meditation moment. Let me stop thirty you minutes right there, out of your Lance. day. Somewhere. Let me stop you right there because <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate that shit. That phrase. Just thirty minutes a day. Just thirty <laughs> minutes a day to balance your checkbook. Just thirty minutes a day will get you abs that just get make they just ripple like no. a washboard in a waterfall. <laughs> 30 minutes a day and you can get right with the Lord. You know, it's 30 minutes a day. It would take fine. you way more than 30, 30 minutes, minutes a day. A day to get your right dog with the would Lord. be super healthy. Yeah, I know. I get it. 30 minutes a day. Just don't, don't give me that 30 minutes a day infomercial, Alex Jones, over like there it. trying to sell me some iodine shield. I do love some infomercials. Natural male enhancement. When I was a kid, I used to record infomercials at night and then watch them back the next day. I oh. loved it. Yeah. Bro, really? Really, really. Oh, I bought so much infomercial shit. Um, it wasn't even funny. Like, I was like 15 <laughs> or 16. Like, I was like, Mom, Dad, we, we need a food dehydrator. I can make my own beef jerky. I can make fruit roll-ups. Like, and I, and for I Christmas, thing. for Christmas, I was 15. I got an American Harvest food dehydrator. Uh, I, I never understood why we didn't have the cool shit in those commercials. I was like, I Mom, it. look at this fucking mop. Are you serious? Look at this mop. I, I loved it. Um, amazing. Mitchell, we have a mop. I, I actually tried my damnedest to get my parents to repaint the house just because I loved these no-drip paintbrushes I saw. Uh, now, again, I'm about 14 or 15. Bobby Hill. That's the only way I can describe it. Dad, Dad, you got to see these paintbrushes. We need to paint the house. And uh, that's who you, I was. I, I ordered some Flex Seal. 
Oh, does Hell it work? Yeah. yeah, man. They put a boat back together and then drove it in a swamp. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I know how that shit really works. I know the behind. Again, it works much, like magic. Much Lance. like my wrestling fanaticism, <laughs> I know the entertainment value versus the how it really works behind the scene value. Behind I get kayfabe and I get behind the curtain. Don't you dare take the magic away from infomercials. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I Dude, there was the show. Um, it was it Amazing Things. Damn it. It was an infomercial show, and it came on. And now I know it's an infomercial, but I thought it was a real show. <laughs> and each week they had a different guest, and I would tune in every Saturday to watch this. It was like right after cartoons. So it's like Pac-Man's over. Boom. All right. The no. Bronco-matic automatic. That's how they I get love you. It. Love that, it. They put it on right after cartoons. So it's like you're watching cartoons, and then it's like, holy mm. shit, that's yeah. neat. Or late night. Oh, my God. And I wouldn't even like doing drugs back then. I would just stay. I was like 14. I would just stay up watching TV. Getting hooked on the, you know, Popeil fisherman, pocket fisherman and shit. I loved it. Yeah, I'm with you. Long live Ronco. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ron Popeil's my hero. So if you hear that shit come out, that's why I was, uh, I was a child, a teat fed upon the infomercials. You know, it's interesting, Lance, that you bring up Ronco because that, that's sort of part of the inspiration for how I set this network up. No, <laughs> I please, just, <laughs> please do tell. I just set it. And forget, and forget it. it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, and my grandma, when I was a kid, uh, rest in peace. Uh, but my, my grandma, she got into it with me. She would buy me all this shit, and she would get the sandwich maker, and we would make white bread pocket pizzas. Out I bet of you it. made a lot it. of white bread. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude, in those sandwich makers, you can make pies out of white bread. I know. I, I had one of those that Great. cut it into triangles. Yeah. And you can make the little pizza pockets. Crack an egg right in there. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Waffle <laughs> batter. I was just a dork. I love that shit. So I'm that, a fan. That's what I like to call the triangle foreman grill. Hell yeah. Dude, I used to make... I just uh, made that up. It wasn't as perfect. funny no, when it came out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is, though. When I had that, I used to make grilled cheese in it, and my wife would get so mad. She would stand on the. She's like, "I'm not eating grilled. I give me a pan and the butter. I'm not eating grilled cheese out of that." Oh no, they were fantastic yeah. and it so easy. easy. Like, boop, yeah. boop, done. Yep, we had pocket, pe- pocket pizzas for dinner all the time when I was a kid. Hell yeah! And I'm not talking about hot pockets. No, no. those are the diarrhea-free yeah. pocket Hell pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love that shit. Love that shit. So I'm glad that you two have appreciation for the at least cheese ball that it is. Um, which again, I you're a wrestling fan. You have to you have to appreciate the cheese, or you you you're just gonna go crazy. Because you if you don't appreciate the irony of some of that stuff, again, that's why I like B movies. That's why I like again pro wrestling. I like comic books. I like the cheese as well. I accept it all. So, um, what's comedy podcast wise? What do you like? Do you like by the comedian, or do you find just some that happen to be a subject? Like, do you like comedy podcasts as a whole? I, I like to laugh. Well, I know that. I mean, I don't... I, I, like, I'm a big fan of um, Dan Cummings' Time Suck. I don't know if you've listened to that. <laughs> no. You would like it. It's, it's okay. all factual. I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Yeah. I'll just pull oh, yeah. it up. I'll pull it up here. Oh, you're going to give me a list? Go, yeah, we're going to go down okay. the list of podcasts Mitch listens to on the reg. Oh, this is great. This <laughs> is inside the actor's studio to the limit right here. Lance loves lists. I do. I do. And I have <laughs> Say one that already. three times fast. <laughs> Lance loves lists. Lance loves lists. <laughs> We've got 99% Invisible, which is a design podcast. Okay. Behind the Bastards. Which is really cool. It's uh, it's on How Stuff Works Network. Cool. And it's this dude, and he sits down with a guest, and they do deep dives into the worst people in history. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, of course, Hardcore History. Oh, that's the best. Uh, there's Deadbeat Radio. Dumb People Town is the Sklar Brothers and Daniel Van Kirk. I like and Sklar they Brothers. just read dumb news, and then they try to find out where it all went wrong. Okay, that's got to be funny. I love the Sklar Brothers. It's really good. It's really funny. Uh, happy Face, which is from, from the perspective of the Happy Face Killer's daughter. Happy Face She's killer. the narrator. What's who a is Happy a real Face life sc- He's a real-life scarial killer. Scarial killer? Yep. Nice. That's what I said, that's and I'm sticking with it. I get it. I get it. How Did This Get Made, which is yep, Jason Manzoukas, Paul Shear, and... Um, <sighs> Jason Man took us. He's so brilliant. But you know the thing is, he only does that one thing, but he does it really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, he only he's did, great he, at this. He's Rafi. They basically he watch Rafi. bad movies. Yeah, yeah I'm familiar. Tear them apart yeah. and then well, talk about why they were so amazing because they were so bad. Uh, I just that's right up Park. your alley for somebody yeah, who loves bad movies. It is. I just started Parks and Rec and have got a couple of his uh, episodes. I was like, oh sweet, it's Rafi. Um, J and B's DLC last podcast on the left. We've already talked about extensively. Um, that one of the guys is an impressionist too, so he does impressions oh, nice. of all the P 
people, and well, it's you had, you've had really several shows. You've had several shows already come through that were comedian based, and kind of give me that. So you like comedians talking about a topic more than anything. Uh, again, how did this get made? Sure. So yeah, I like that. I like that. I like uh, again a topic based. Uh, uh, but I also like things A lot like, of news ones, too. The Daily okay. Zeitgeist is really good. I've heard you talk about that before. It's Jack O'Brien, co-founder of Cracked. Okay. Um, and another dude, and they talk about the news and I, then make fun of it. When I hear Cracked, I always think about old school Cracked magazine. You know, the, the Pepsi to Mad Magazine's Coke. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, so I always think about that. I would buy them as a kid, and I was just like, it's like a fucking matchbox. I want a Hot Wheel. It was always <laughs> like the shitty version. We're like... It's okay. I appreciated when I could get my hands on either one. Yeah, my brother would buy them once in a while, and I would steal them and take them in there, take a poop, and read them. Yeah, yeah. So I do love it. I was always there was something about Mad Magazine. I love the art, and I love the the just the style and the humor. I think it's where I still get a lot of my uh, sarcastic, dry humor from. Is from that. I love that. That's why I like parodies of any form. Yeah. Um, But uh, I love the art. Um, A stupid question or uh, what is it? Snappy answers to stupid questions. Love uh-huh. that stuff. Captain the bright Klutz. side. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. So I'm a big fan. I wish that would come back. I'm sure it's online somewhere digital, but... Uh, I'm sure it is. But uh, anyway, so where where are we going with Stage Diver? What's the future hold? What do we what do we have to look forward to? Oh, hell, man. I don't know. Whatever comes along, <laughs> you know. What, what would you like to see? I mean, I know you mentioned making money, but what would you like to see? Would you like to see, you know, like a public presence? Would you like to see multimedia stuff, like a, a, like us on YouTube in the way of, again, like a lot of the YouTube? I want to see billions and billions of listeners. Okay. That's what I want to see, okay. billions and billions of listens. What I mean, do you think about taking, I mean, I know you've experimented a little, but what do you think about taking shows on, like, YouTube and, and, and having the, the video cast to, to, to go with it? We're working on that. Nice. Yeah. We got yes. all the pieces. Just got to put them together. Yeah, we everything's ready. It's sorta. We just got to figure out the technical bugs and mm-hmm. and well, there's a lot of learning to do. Big learning curve. A <laughs> lot of well, little I'm moving I, parts. I'm, I'm excited. Not that anybody wants to see my big Sasquatchy face, but um, <laughs> I think that would be exciting. I think that um, also gives you a wider net of people mm-hmm. to pull from. I agree with that, Lance. Yeah, and that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about the exposure that us getting a chance to get on YouTube will bring. So yeah, that's... we get the people that stay at home, the people that don't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or again, people that don't know about podcasts, but that's do true. know about YouTube. You, There's so many podcasts, like again, Rogan, for example. I guarantee you there's a massive percentage of people that go, what's a podcast? Yeah. And they show the video and go, oh, that's a podcast? Oh, I love that. <laughs> I guarantee you, there's a huge percentage of people that way. I've only watched Rogan on YouTube. So Me too. That, you know, Me never, too. Yeah, so. yeah, that's all. I, that's where, where I found it. See, I've never watched him on YouTube. Uh, I love it. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Huh. I mean, never you can ever. see him get high with Elon Musk and it's Alex the Jones. Best. It's the best. Um, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go back and watch this clip. Here's what I want you to look for. Okay. Go back and watch this clip. Joe hits the this gigantic fucking joint. Uh-huh. He passes it to Elon Musk. Okay. Elon Musk makes a meme fucking face. Have you seen the picture? Yeah. Okay. I've seen, I saw the clip. Okay. He passes the blunt to Jamie. Jamie, you know, is yeah. is, is, is is Joe's Terry. Uh-huh. And um, yes. <laughs> that bitch never comes back around. It was as long as my pecker when it left. <laughs> Two people took a hit. A third one took it. And that bitch never comes back around. <laughs> Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Jamie probably put it out, or maybe e- Elon. I, um, <clears throat> well, you heard what's going. Like he got sued by the SEC. Oh, because he was like, maybe, maybe I didn't even it. know he played football. Okay, over a tweet. I've never looked this up, so I'm sure the answer's there. But where is that bitch from? Like Who, he has the Elon weirdest Musk? accent. South yeah. Africa. Is yeah. he okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real mild. I wouldn't mm-hmm. guess South Africa, but he has this odd James Bond. Like where are you yeah, going, Mister South yeah, Africa? Yeah. You can just hear it every now and then. It's it's better there, but it's it's real. It's real weird. It's and yeah. I'm always like, well, he's been from? in America since he was a teenager, exactly. so a lot of it's okay. gone. But yeah, you can still get it once in a while. Um, that South African. Yeah, he kind just of has this James yeah. Bond villain. I assumed he was Dutch or something. <laughs> His parents owned Emerald Mines. Oh, oh really? Yeah, there's yes. stories of him as a kid just walking around with pockets full of emeralds. Nice. So, so Elon is funded all on blood diamond money, pretty yeah. much. Blood, yeah. blood emeralds. Oh, yeah, blood emeralds. Sure. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't either. I, I honestly didn't know he was the PayPal guy for a long time. I yeah. found him as a YouTube celebrity already. You know, mm-hmm. like people were talking about him, and right, and right. I didn't. And then I knew SpaceX as mm-hmm. that kind of came along. I didn't know he was the PayPal guy. Right, right. Which I think is pretty cool. I mean, that's hey, uh, I awesome. Su- yeah. I support his ventures of taking us to the moon and Mars. Yeah, and yeah sure, I man. think he's great. <laughs> I think put people like him. Not Neil sure how Gars that's going to work out now. 
Yeah. Well, it's not that big a deal. He's only getting sued. I mean, he'll slap the oh, company. Yeah. He'll it, was, some... it was over a tweet. He'll get a One slap tweet. on the wrist. Yeah. 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 It's a slap on the wrist. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll be fine. It'll be nothing. <laughs> but I think that's exciting for us. I'm I'm hoping we can broaden the net and show a different side of the studio. So it'll be fun. But yeah, definitely, uh, definitely watch that clip and watch that blunt never come back. And that would never <laughs> happen here. If anybody watched the video of this show, that would never happen here. You want to know what podcast I want to add to Stage Diver? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, but please go ahead and tell me. I have a feeling I know. Well, you know I want to do the narrative one. Uh-huh. And I've already took steps to that. And right. I want to do a hip-hop one for sure. Nice. And definitely Because nice. I feel like we're we're kind of bringing on more music podcasts recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're definitely taking that stage cool. diver to the next level. I think that would be cool. That's definitely the future, uh, future of the next couple so, of podcasts. Yeah. Music-wise, what Hip-hop, we and then we've got a metal podcast. Yeah, you guys are doing too. bang over brunch and right. stuff like that. So. so are there works to get a show like that going, a hip-hop show? Uh, tentatively, we've talked yeah, about I, it. I know yeah, we got a lot going on Good. at yeah. this point. I mean, we're working on it, Terry's working on Night Demon. Yeah. I'm working on Bang Over Brunch, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out the camera stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's why I'm like every Sunday now. I'm running classes to teach right. like Trey. Well, again, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Everyone on the network to I'm in to produce, anything so. I can ever do. And I, I've said this before, but I definitely want to lay it out here on the air so it has as proof. Um, I, anything I can ever do. You, you think there's? Hey, Lance would be good for this. Let me know. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to help for all you guys do for me and all the support you guys have given me. Um, I'm happy to pay back. And and I think family is very important, and this is a family for me. And so, again, my family helps me. I help my family. I'm always here for it. So I think that's great. Yeah, I the hardest thing with all of it is just time, you nice. know, people's time. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. And that's the hardest part for me. I, I wish, again, if I, I didn't have to do, you know, the full-time job and all right, that, right. had, you know, access, lived closer, it would be different. But mm-hmm. in this case, I do everything I can. Um, like I was telling, um, you know, earlier, I hope sometime um, after the first of the year we can get together a Deadbeats uh, Radio Presents um, show, get some comics. Oh, nice, yeah, I, yeah. I talked uh, to Kurt and Patrick if they would come that up would for something awesome. like that. That would be awesome, yeah, yeah. Stage so, Diver sponsor, just yeah. like we did the Hassle thing. That was the goal. Yeah, Again, yeah. I was, awesome. I was, I was pretty yeah. jealous, actually. I was like, I want to do that. Well, yeah, I not, like a bad wanna, jealous, yeah. not like a bad jealous. It was just like when you see somebody do something, you go... That's really good. I should have thought of that. Yeah, I love. And the- so <laughs> I, I, I've uh, I've talked to the Deadbeats. I know Nicole, know. our first female Deadbeat, who is our newest Deadbeat, yeah. um, has talked about it. Um, Patrick and um, uh, Kurt both said that they would come up for it. Well, yeah, because you have to interview a few more Deadbeats to get all of them again, right? You got Nicole. Few new- I got to get oh, Nicole. Nicole. Yeah, At the yeah. moment, we've had Bubs and Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had Kurt, Kurt. via Skype, mm-hmm. and then Wiley. We got to get Wiley. Wiley on. Yeah, Wiley. So Wiley. Wiley's kind of hard because Wiley has a pretty hardcore day job, and he really doesn't do any publicity press he he won't he doesn't want his name in air picture and photos oh really um, yeah he's a paralegal <laughs> he's he, tra- oh, okay. gotta keep yeah. cover for that he, he's runner. a paralegal oh, yeah and so he's oh, gotta yeah, gotta, gotta keep um real tight and i've seen that before um i worked with a comic named norm de plume um who was fantastic and is a um something in the medical profession and so he uses a stage name to separate so that he can you know keep his um i guess uh good standing People don't wait. Oh, you do IVs and dick jokes? I don't think so. Uh, you know, like, so I think that's the I think goal. That's but fair. Yeah. So we do hope after the first of the year to um, a stage diver and work with us on a, uh, a Deadbeat uh, Radio Presents and for get sure, some Deadbeat sure. I love the live aspect. Even, you know, the comedy shows and even when we start doing more music uh, podcasts, doing mm-hmm. music shows as well. And oh, hell yeah. Stage hell yeah. Diver Presents and just do everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's great. I yeah. think it's a great way to get the name out there. I think right. it's a great way, again, to. Um, Get uh, show people what we're about in spirit. Even hey, mm-hmm. this isn't our standard product, but you know mm-hmm. what? This meets our standards of entertainment. Right, right. And so I think that's it. So you, you get the idea of what we're going for. So. Yeah. So I really <laughs> do think so. All right. So so Mitch, we'll um we we know you've had a busy day here. You were the uh, uh producer for JMB's DLC, which I got to be on earlier, and that was awesome. Um. So we'll um we'll, we'll thank you so much for being here, but we want to let you out. We're not letting you out without a five to drive. We've got to do a five to drive because that's what we do. Okay. We have a questionnaire set up for every guest. I'm and familiar. typically it's five questions to drive this episode home. But uh, this, it's only five questions to drive this half of the episode home. So Word. Yeah. So we're going to do a little different. This is going to be monumental. We have two five to drives in a single episode. Interesting. That's yeah. 10 to stay alive. That's right. That's good. That's good. It didn't, that didn't work. No, didn't no. And to be honest, I stole five to drive. I didn't come up with it. Yeah, I got it from a store I worked at. It was the five products to drive sales. And I was just like, I, I thought it. it was a 
top five countdown for, for the afternoon no. drive. On no, a, no, I stole it from a retail establishment. That had All five right, products. everybody, it's time for the five to drive today. Coming in at number five, yeah. it is corn. That's good. Follow the leader. That is far more likely, <laughs> minus the corn. Uh, number four to, uh, number down. <laughs> to be where I would get it. But no, I stole it from a retail establishment I worked at. So here's what we do. We kick off each of the five questions. The first one being a countdown. I love lists. It's what I do. Top fives, top tens. So the first of the five is a top five catered for every guest. That's really convoluted. It's not. It's not. <laughs> that's that's kind of... It's, it's not. I don't think your math is right. It there. is. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, we have five things. And the first question we ask you is a top five. And we make it for each person. And I know you're a diehard music fan. Uh, you have an amazing record collection. A beautifully broad palette of tastes and have one of the most immaculate opinions on uh, music I've ever heard. I agree. So what I want is your top five favorite voices in rock and roll. They don't have to be the best. They don't have to be anything special, but the, the five you want to hear more than anything, the top five, and you can make them as obscure or whatever you want, but your top five favorite voices in rock and roll. Lemmy. Okay, good. I should have saw that coming. Um, yeah, that's, that's no challenge. Brian Johnson. Okay. Um, speaking of the Mike Lance, come on, be a professional. Okay, You're I'm writing the these boss. down. Jesus I'm Christ, writing man. these down because I care enough <laughs> to know what they are. I was leaning away to write down these as we go because they're that good. We picked I like up the okay. It's all good. We picked it up. Excellent. <laughs> So, so far, before I was called out for being a douchebag, we have Lemmy, God himself, Brian Johnson, one of the few people No, who no. Were... I'm sorry. Bon Scott. Yo, I was that about was to say. That was my fault. Okay. That was completely okay. my fault. Okay. But here's the thing. Here's what I was about to say. Brian Johnson, one of the few people to successfully take over and make it work. Doesn't happen often. Sincerely is a curse for most bands. Really amazingly worked in Brian Johnson's favor. I prefer Brian Johnson, but I know a lot of people that prefer Bon Scott. Different, totally different. They're, they're so different to me. All right, so where are we at? We got uh, Lemmy, and we had Brian Johnson scratch him off, and we changed it with Bon Scott. All right, I'm buying time. Um, <laughs> One of these should be um, an absolute no brainer for you because it's on my list too. That's really. Lance, again, the the question that you asked, and we've already you you mentioned my immaculate taste in music and my broad. I know it could be anything. Um, does Mariah Carey count as rock and roll? Okay, it, that's normally that's I would fine. say no, but here's the deal: it is such a. Uh, you're the one who's going to place that on your list. If you're willing to put that out <laughs> no. there, I'll, I'm willing to write it down. I mean, if we were talking just singers in general. yeah, I, I would give you maybe um, a Lady Gaga before I would give you a Mariah Carey. No, I, I was pushing it. Okay, a um, share. Man, James Hetfield. Okay, odd choice, but I, I, I like it. Uh, I'm 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 struggling here, Lance, because there's so many. Number four is where everybody drops the ball. Everybody comes out of the gate on every top five with an answer and an answer. Number three takes a minute, and then by four, there's you get hit with this spectrum of everyone, and they all go flying by in a blur with no name, and you're like, uh, what, uh, mm. it, yeah. Well, I'm wanting to dive in to the like. Go for it. It's, dive. No, it's dive, it's baby. more like dive. I'm I'm on the the level of. It's not rock and roll, really. It's more R and B. I'll give you R and B. Totally, I would give you if you're especially if you're talking about like Chuck Berry. Okay, okay, yeah, Otis I would totally. Um, and that's four. Uh huh. Uh huh. Bring it on home. Jack Black. Jack Black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Here's the deal. I don't care too much for Jack Black in some things. Um, Jack Black has this thing that he does with boobity boobity, and I, I hate that. It drives me nuts. But on a lot of stuff, when they he, call that scatting. Well, he does this weird scat thing that I don't like. But he is immensely talented. He blows me away in stuff like School of Rock, High Fidelity, things like that. Um, but he um, he does have amazing. Had he not been the funny fat guy, he could be a rock star. I mean, there's what no are you question. talking about. He is a rock star. Yeah, but he's he came at it from a different path. He could have been. Only a rock star. He could have been um, somebody only known for being a rock star had he not been physically who he was, personality who he was. Had he wanted to just go, you know what, fuck comedy. I don't want to be the funny guy. I just want to be rock and roll. He could have done it. He has an amazing set of pipes. Really does. You seem stunned. 
You yeah, seen... I was I was trying to process what you just said. Like, I think he chose to go into acting. Like that's how it all yeah. came oh, around. Yeah, yeah, he could have went the other like, route. He was and been in a superstar. acting school when he met KG. Yeah. See, I don't care. So much I don't think for it had anything to do show. with his weight. Like, I don't think that he went into acting because of his weight. There's not a lot of meatloafs in the world. Not everybody can look that way and be a rock star. And it's just fact. It's why shows like American Idol exist. Because for so long, we found out that that's what people want. And now we think it's what they want, so it's what we give them. Not everybody can be a meatloaf. It's pretty rare. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. No, I mean, like, you just think about it. If Jack Black had decided not to be funny, how he, people wouldn't take him seriously like that. They just don't. And it's stupid and it's sad, but it's true. Again, we get more of it in certain scenes. Metal is okay for some heavy guys. That happens. Uh, pop punk was a big one for the heavy guy, the fat bass player. It was a big thing back then. You know, I mean, it was the thing. Uh, ska bands, got to have a fat drummer. I mean, like, it happens. But a, f- a fat lead singer solo or, or even the, the 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 focal point you think about it how often does it happen it doesn't good bad or ugly it doesn't okay and so i think he would have struggled had he went just that route but he had the talent he's amazing uh he is a great singer okay so i think that's an excellent oddball choice to your list i wouldn't put him on mine but he's damn good and he's amazing in high fidelity <laughs> i agree with that I think that's the first thing I really saw him in that I just like. I don't stand by that list, by the way. That was not, I was no. not prepared for that. I know that's the whole all. point. That's the whole point. I get to prepare because I write mine in advance. But yeah. uh, no, you don't. Uh, I catch you off guard. So it's good. I did. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't go with the uh, Neil Fallon. I put Neil on my list. Yeah. I, see, again, I wasn't prepared. Yeah. It just it fell on me like that's a ton of bricks. Yeah, Lance, that's the thanks. point. That's Appreciate what I do. You're just um, ambushing me like that after uh, you already had this well thought out debate. I, that's what I do. But uh, oh. Neil Fallon, definitely on my list. Um, Greg Allman, um, just I love that soulful. Sounds like he's, you know, drank a bottle of whiskey a day and a pack of cigarettes for 60 years, even he's when he was 15. Uh, so I was a big fan. Um, Ronnie James Dio, I had to put Dio on my list. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. some Dio. Dio uh, crossed my mind a few times. Yeah, love Dio, just one of my favorites. Uh, it's that pro wrestling cheese thing, too. It's like it is just awesome enough and just cheesy enough to hit me absolutely perfect. I'm regretting my list already. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and then I, I, I also went with another metal cheeser, but I love David Coverdale. I fucking love White Snake and Deep Purple um, and even Coverdale Page with Jimmy Page. But I love, love, love David Coverdale. And so uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's my uh, uh, big one. Um, and I went with an obscure choice. Uh, I know I've mentioned this before, but um, Doyle Brommel Jr., uh, who was a lead singer of the Archangels, um, plays for Clapton, plays for uh, Roger Waters. Um, his dad co-wrote everything Stevie Ray Vaughan did. Um, just has this beautiful, like, warm butterscotch voice. I love it. His guitar playing is amazing, too, but his voice is just just absolutely out of this world, and I love it. It's just so unique. It's it's low and kind of in the back of the throat, and it's graspy enough. I, I just love it, again. Um, so Doyle Brommel Jr. would be the last of mine. I want to change mine. Okay, okay. I want to replace... Um, we leave Lemmy. There's no question. Yeah, no question on Lemmy. Um, we're leaving Bon Scott. Okay. We're replacing James Hetfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. Uh, Dave Windorf. Okay. Monster Magnet. Okay, okay. And who's down there at the bottom? Uh, Otis Redding and Jack Black. <clears throat> okay, we're going to scratch Jack Black, okay. and we're going to put... Is that because uh, I made fun of him? I didn't no, mean to. No, no. Uh, but I'm going to add Neil Fallon. Okay, I'm surprised. I really thought you would think of Neil. Well, I, I, um, I'm trying to think of every... Come on, Lance. I know, I know. Good list. It's like asking me what my favorite bands are. Jesus Christ. I know. See, I didn't want to go that easy. That's why I specifically picked just vocalists. Easy. Just the That's voice. the hardest question anybody could ever ask. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, there have been a couple of these top fives that, that I always answer my own because I go, if I can't come up with five, I know they can't do it on the spot. A couple of them have been scrapped because I couldn't come up with five, even with time and research. <laughs> So, uh, top five magicians for Danny Whitson went out the window because I was like, I don't know five magicians. I sure can't have a top five. David Copperfield, David Blaine, Chris Angel, 
Well, I'm just the lying cat at this from point. Netflix and that dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just lying. Piff <laughs> yeah, just... the Magic Dragon, Pin and Teller. Thank Boom, you. There's five. That's that you got some of mine. Uh, and Danny pitched a fit. Apparently, Piff the Magic Dragon is not well respected in the magic circles. And Danny was quite the Piff hater, and we had an issue Ooh, when I put hater. that on my list. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. so Piff on him. I agree. Now the next. Number two is a uh, oh shit uh, yeah we're not we with five to drive four more questions yeah. Mitch. that's it yeah that's it <laughs> just did five no you did one question it was a top five that was I a five parter I'm not good at math <laughs> it's, either yeah. it's fine the second one is more math but you'll like it oh shit we we love the stable mentality here at Debbie Radio it's why I belong to a stable of comics called the Deadbeat of comedy it's why i love being a part of stage diver network we think of ourselves frequently as the four horsemen of uh of comedy right that's our kind of goal with deadbeats uh, we've really more recently adjusted it to the fabulous freebirds of comedy because we play <laughs> by the freebird rule anytime one can't make it another one fills in and go. uh, uh we love that and so we want to know what your four horsemen would be you have one night with three living celebrities to create your own personal posse, your four horsemen, or Fantastic Four for the comic book nerd side of you. You have three living celebrities. Who do you pick? Dave Grohl. Okay, great choice. Why has that not been on anybody's list so That's far? That's true. Uh, I just think he would be super fun to hang yes. out with. Like, just yes. rad. Yes. Um, damn, dude. You and your goddamn list. <laughs> oh, it's almost like I wanted a good interview and get to know people and make <laughs> yeah. them think and answer. Tell them yours, Lance. Uh, all that. Mine yeah. were Stone Cold, Tom Waits, and Alex Jones. <laughs> Shoo. Okay. Um, Dave Grohl. Excellent choice. Elias. Okay. Again, I have to give up on that one. You turned me on to Elias. <laughs> from uh, from WWE? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Mitch turned me on to Elias. I love it. It may yeah. be what gets me back to watching wrestling. I absolutely <laughs> I, love it. Same. Love it. Same. Uh, I went home and showed Lindsay clips. I was like, you've got to check this guy out. <laughs> and this is Alive or Dead? Uh, alive. No, Alive. Three alive. living celebrities. Yeah, yeah I, I purposely put it that way so nobody was like, Jesus, Freddie Mercury, and John F. Kennedy. Because that's what everybody, everybody picked the same three fucking answers. And so I was like, no. Pete Holmes. Okay, good choice. Go. All right. So Pete Holmes, Dave Grohl. Nah. No? We're going to scratch Pete Holmes. Okay, okay. <laughs> he would be fun, okay. sort of, but I think he would get on my nerves. Okay. Like, I think I would just eventually just be like, shut the fuck up, Pete. <laughs> Jesus. Why are you not John Ritter? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, man. I don't know who I actually respect anymore. Um, not, uh, I don't think you have to respect him. You just got to want to hang out with him for a night. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got friends that fall into that category. You know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, again, we kick it off great with Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Two more to go. Elias. Elias. So, we got one yeah, more to go. Dave Grohl. And Elias. Elias. Um, Christopher Maloney. Excellent choice. Okay, okay. I like Christopher Maloney. Yeah, no, I mean, because the first time I ever saw Christopher Maloney was in CSVU. Uh, okay. Or not CSI, uh, I, Law and Order SVU. Right, whatever it is, yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I you can could. dig this guy. It's like a, a TV Bruce yeah. Willis. Yeah, He's like yeah. the working man's Bruce yeah. Willis. But then I saw him in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, yeah, great. As Gene. Great. The, the camp chef, and it, it was inspiring, truly. And then I've been watching... Oz. I've been rewatching Oz, oh, yeah. and I was I'd totally forgotten about him in Oz. And I'm like, man, this guy is just all over the place. But I think he seems like a cool dude to hang out with. Do you know with. where else he is that you probably forgot about? Uh, I just saw him recently. He's the gay hotel clerk in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, with a cop yelling at him, and he yeah. just he's like pushing the cop out of the way. I think he was in one Thompson. of those Harold and Kumar movies too. I've never yeah, seen those. I think so. Really I've never seen those? No. Yeah. No, I've never watched them. Right, so that's a great list. I like that. Very uh, sure. That's very different. I like it. I like it. All right. So number three. Again, I'm not going to stand by that list tomorrow. It's okay. You don't have to. You got to uh, give, give me some time, uh, man. Once we post it, you can uh, comment on the post and, and give your update list. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, I, again, I'm very open about my love of all things terrible. Uh, B-movies, uh, bro country, uh, disco. Like, I like a lot of terrible things. Um, what's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure? Yeah. 
What's that thing you you know you should be embarrassed that you like, but you don't care? Mariah Carey. Again, that's great. I kind of <laughs> wondered. That's great. No, yeah. it's excellent. No, I, I mean, it. I love it. I, and I love really terrible music. Like, I love Wilson Phillips. Oh, nice. And Mariah nice. Carey. Um, I do, too. I, I like love musicals. Shit. I really love musicals so much. Me, too. And show I've... tunes. I, I'm, it's just, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. I love, uh, uh, as I've told this before, but um, we drove to, uh, uh, we saw, um, in Nashville, we saw uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. With Corey Glover from yep. In Living Color as uh, Judas. Nice. It was amazing. And I was 10 minutes late, and I was a big bitch about it, and I made Lindsay drive to Birmingham to watch it again so I could see the whole show. Nice. So we drove to <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama, because I was 10 minutes late for a show. But I love musicals. I do. I'm a big fan of like the hair and Jesus Christ Superstar and stuff like that. So excellent. Excellent. All right. We we have some fun with it, but we do like to get serious. Again, the whole point is to get to know people. So we, we like to do the emotional sweep on the end. We take it on a down note, and then we'll kick it up for the last one. So let's get real for a moment. And um, <laughs> that's not the funny part of the joke. That's not. Okay. We've, we've had the funny ones. That's this, this one's serious. All right. Buckle up. Do you have some solemn music for me, Terry? We've never we done play. that before, but if it you It would help me get it. into the mood. Okay. Like right now, good, I'm just... Good. Um, uh, play, <laughs> gee, I'm glad it's raining. Um, uh, but uh, do I need to wait? Do I just need to hold the question? Uh, go, go, go ahead. When, when you're gone and, and you have to leave a legacy, what do you want written on your tombstone? Uh, he talked good. It's great. That's great. I mean, that's great. For a, a radio perfect. guy or podcast. That's great. Danny said, is this your card? So that's no, great. No, I really, like, seriously, though, pump up the volume. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. If oh, you've Christian ever seen Slater? It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Love that movie. And Hard Harry Hard On, or Harry, Hard Harry Hard On, uh, he always said, talk hard, and I love it. Talk hard. That's where nice. all the... Talk hard. That yeah. would be great. That is great. Talk hard. That is great. That is, yeah. I've never heard that. That's good. Have you ever seen Pump Up the Volume? I remember it, but I don't. I don't think I saw it, bro. You got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. inspiring for sure. It's definitely something you'd be into for sure. Okay, excellent. Eighties. Yeah. May it's, May I return? Have either one of you seen Talk Radio yeah. with Eric Bogosian? Yeah, I have not, but it is fantastic. It was originally a play, mm-hmm. and the movie still looks like a play. Would you not agree? Mm-hmm. It's got like it's just a, a set, mm-hmm. but it's it's very loosely based on. Um, there's a DJ Norman. Do you know what I'm talking about, Mitch? No, it's like there's a he not was a, Rockwell. He was, no, but um, <laughs> it was he, he he was a Jewish DJ in I think San Francisco in the '60s, and um, he got shot outside a studio. Oh. And this guy had like called and like was really um, anti-Semitic, and and he was he was a very Howard Sterny, Morton Downey Jr. like shock jock, Alex mm. Jones of the time. Gotcha. And but without being so batshit crazy, mm-hmm. but he was really stirring things up. And again, he was Jewish. And dude, this guy shot him outside a studio. That's and crazy. Talk radio is very loosely based on that. Oh wow! Um, but uh, uh, Eric Bogosian, who is brilliant, um, is in it, and so it's it's very good. I definitely recommend it. But um, talk hard. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. I feel. I still feel like it's just too serious. Um, no, no, I think it's good. It's I think talk it's good. good. I like mm-hmm. that better. Talk good. It just, it, there's some humor there, although that makes me sound like an idiot. This is my problem. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put talk hard. I, I, you should probably just say, "Let me think about it." <laughs> I'm amazed nobody has used that answer yet. That is great. No, I that's think that's great. what I'm going to go with. Is let, eh, me, let me think about it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, again, we we don't like to end on a sour note. We like to bring it up. So when when all the podcasts are recorded and you've just had enough and your day is done, day job's over, fuck this, what's your happy place? Where do you like to be when you can be anywhere? Uh, my couch with my dog, I guess, it's probably. Good. Or so, in my bed, asleep. Very popular answers, I really answers, enjoy actually. sleep. That's good. It's fun. That's good. That's great. Um, Mitch, thank you. Thank you for sitting down, letting us find out where we came from with Stage Diver, where we're going, how we got here. And uh, it means a lot for me to be here. So thank you. Um, anything, we always give everybody a chance to plug their stuff. What do you got going on? What do you want to plug? What would you like Deadbeat Radio to know about where we can find Mitch Wheeler? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Mitch Wheeler and on Instagram. And, uh, of course, we've got People in My Neighborhood. Scruffy Little Podcast, and One Fall or 60 Minutes. People in my neighborhood's on sort of a hiatus at this moment. I oh. think I'm going to make it a seasonal thing. Okay. So I can just do it whenever I want mm-hmm. and not have any expectation of when it's going to come out. That's nice. really lazy. Uh, let me know uh, when you get to Christmas. I might have you a Santa. 
Yeah. Like a real, I'm friends with a, a okay. real Santa. Yeah. Uh, so. Just bank up a few episodes and release them all at once. Nice. Or something like that. We're going to do it seasons like Netflix. I like yeah. it. Just listen. I love it. I uh, love it. That's just laziness. Don't don't applaud it. I think it's ingenious. Uh, <laughs> I think it's ingenious. It's so lazy. What, what, it's a gray area between lazy and ingenious anyway. Sure. Okay. I guess the, the genius comes in me being able to justify my laziness. You can. That's right. That's fair. Uh, so yeah other than that no i don't leave me alone okay that's fair that's good i'm okay with that yeah. <laughs> you, know, you have me over but uh thank you for sitting down with us man we're gonna take a break uh we'll be back in a little while i don't know if mitchell joined us or not he's probably gonna go play switch and sit on the couch with his dog so mitch wheeler stage diver network thank you for being here on debbie radio we'll be back in a little while yeah yeah it's good Walk ten miles.